Hello everyone, the one called fate knocks at your door. We're back with another episode of Tabletop Recap, which is apparently a D&D podcast now. I'm so sorry for you. It's, the last episode actually wasn't D&D, believe it or not. Oh. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> Mixing it up a little bit. Uh, yeah, I am Hunt. I play Kabuto D-End, a paladin lizard folk. And then, uh... I'm Kami, and I play Carrick Attaway, a half-elf bard. And I play the suave Tywin Duchamp, a half-elf warlock. Name? Tywin Duchamp. Your name? Oh, Big Boy Chungus. <laughs> I think they recognize him at this point. Yeah, he's been only been in every episode except the coronavirus ones I did by myself. Yeah. Well, the ones we did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that we spent There's like 20 together. podcasts online right now. I think I've only been absent for four of them. Yeah. Sounds about right. Uh, and Karen is God. Just yeah, Karen, Karen the manager slayer as the DM. The least important role. Yep. That's how <laughs> at that least, goes. At least in this session. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> sat back while you derailed it. All of it. So what we're going to do is our DM Karen is going to give us uh, a quick recap of what uh, has been going on and a setup. And then the other three of us are going to roll for initiative to see who gets to go first. It's going to be great. Yeah, so... um I guess I'll start with the recap. So first session, they all met up, found out that there was a necromancer in the woods that they had to take care of, but they all got their different roles and they all came together and was like, oh, I had to search for a bandit with some dogs. I had to search for wolves, et cetera, et cetera. Found out quickly that they were all given stuff with less than all the information. Uh, killed the necromancer, killed the necromancer's person who sent people into the necromancer's place and then after murdering him they left off in the woods so we picked up with them all hanging out in the woods and deciding to go turn in evidence of necromancers to the authorities and the lord of the land so they um that was my idea it was a poor idea that's what you get for putting your faith in the government. <laughs> yeah, so, um, they... Okay. So, I kind of gave them a understanding of the land. They are in the Fife of Ash Hill. And, uh, they... It's a small little Fife. I don't know what else to really say about it. The Lord Theron Epre is the Lord of said Fife. And they were going to go turn in information to him about necromancers in his land. And that's where our story begins and... Um, begins to go poorly. Yeah. So, I guess, roll for initiative, right? Yeah. Eight. Seventeen. Seventeen. They always do poorly on these rolls. Okay, so we go up to the gates, right? And there are these guards... And it's like, hey, there are guards here at the gate. Yes, the floor is made of floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we go we go up to them, and our bard here is like pretty much the voice of the party. But when no one listens to him, then I jump in and intimidate. But before that, he but he tries to persuade before that. So he was the guards. He was like, oh, I have information about necromancers and blah, blah, blah. And the guards were like... Give us the info, and you 
were smart to just say, or dumb to just say no, whichever. I mean, I thought, there's no way this guard or guard captain's actually going to pay us for this info. Yeah, so you got us a meeting with the Baron? Mm-hmm. Yes, the Baron. Baron. And uh, we all, while we were walking on the way there, the guard escorting us was being real nervous, and I was like, this mofo's in on it. Right? And then he led us to the room, and while in the room, I was like, they're all in on it. We're doomed. <laughs> Not to mention that we were all making check rolls, and there was like... Magical energy floating in the air. Which is not necessarily indicative of evil. You know, protect. When have you ever known a homely, friendly person to have freezing cold air of a magical nature? Well, it was just a cold castle. Isn't that how you described it? Yeah. Karen? I I mean. I was getting real vampire vibes, although none of us could prove it or find out why. Yeah, I love how you stopped rolling Arcana once, like. Well, we'll get to that part, which is where I was like, why aren't you rolling Arcana now? Because you were rolling it very consistently, and I'm like, okay, okay. Because I wasn't getting anything new. But, um, so, I was trying to be the face of the party for this particular A-team. We are not the A-team, we are the B-team. <laughs> but, um, as the, the Baron finally comes in and starts questioning us about necromancers, I think we all rolled various forms of insight and perception on him as our nature's dictated. Yeah, because he took the books and just put them right into his clothing, and I was like, this mofo didn't look at him. He knows exactly what's going on. <laughs> he was sketchy as I'll get And then an insight check of, I think I rolled like a 23 insight, revealed that, yeah, he as he was reading through the journal, he was like, crud, they've discovered my pet necromancer in my woods. He was not surprised, and he, in fact, he was miffed at our interference. And at that point, we were trying to figure out how to escape, I think. Yeah, because we came to warn him about the Lady Irina, and while we were doing that, I was like, she's here. She's definitely here. And then I... Well, you heard. And then I perceptioned high heels coming that way, and I was like, that's her? Crap, that's her. And (laughs) she busts in the door, like, what up? Yeah, so in Rena, you're, you're pronouncing it wrong. Uh, no, I'm going to death of strut it. Yeah, it's <laughs> So she comes in as these guys are trying to talk to uh, Baron Theron for a reward and like, hey, can we get that before anything happens? Or, you but, know, sorry to take up time, we'll let you be now. Yes, he was, he was, was very... Actually, we were, I was trying to charisma my way out of that situation like yeah what would you take getting a reward and someone said something about that we'll try to get out of your hair bye that was beautiful and she, in comes in Rena and she cracks like, the whip she's <laughs> like I'll take care of this and the Baron was like oh gotta go and she kind of took over from there she's clearly wearing the pants in this fife I mean me anyway so um she starts talking to them and like, oh, you found... She wasn't being, you know, mysterious at all. She was like, oh, you found out. Oh, no. And you guys just went from there trying to talk to her and like some great stuff was said by Big Boy Chungus's character. It was a, He took over entirely as the face of the party. Well, evil begets evil. Exactly. <laughs> her, I, I remember you saying something that her goal was, oh, you found out and dealt with this thing that claimed to be an antro necromancer. She clearly had no love for the guy that we had originally killed. Yeah, well, she did say something about he was the worst of the necromancers in her control. She did not like this one because 
Apparently, he was very incompetent if he was getting found out about. And then I spun some lines. Yeah, like, my character was like, maybe you shouldn't have your necromancers write all the evidence, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> then, then she started making comments about, oh, I, I obviously can't have you wandering around with my little secrets, so should I burn you at the stake? And she, she starts literally speaking out loud the ways that she wants to kill us. And my character chimes in and basically persuades her that we're more useful to her alive than dead. And that, you know, as a show of good faith for not revealing secrets or doing anything else, we'd be willing to exchange favors for her favor, which seemed to work. Which she's like, yeah, I guess I could use you guys to do something. And that is when she gives you guys a little quest that you happily took on for some reason. Well, not very happily. Let the record show that I was the only one who was happily accepted. Okay, so my character is like true neutral. Big Boy Chungus is his lawful evil. And then... (laughs) And then Kami over here is chaotic good. (laughs) So these two were kind of at each other's throats about what to do. And since I'm the neutral, that means I get to... Because the quest was to murder an innocent woman with poison. So Irina was like, here's some poison. I would like you to go kill this mistress by dumping this poison in her drink, in her face. Getting rid of her because she's a thorn in her side. So, Big Boy Chungus was all for this because it would get us out. Would get us out, and I was also trying to play the game where you know maybe we could get an ally, someone of higher standing and power. Uh, Chaotic Good Bard was less than thrilled with this idea and was trying to figure a way out. And we spent 10, 15 minutes coming up yeah. with a plan to... I, I believe the conversation started off with, I want no part in killing this woman. And I was like, <laughs> you won't have to. I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, how far back were you planning the little switcheroo that you did? Oh, oh no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, we, sorry, We haven't even sorry. got there. Well, because you were the you, but Chungus proposed that we use a paralysis. I, I I I revealed to them, and this is where you kind of caught on to what my plan was going to be. Was um, I, we will not kill. You were like, we will we will not kill this woman. There's got to be another way. I'm like, ah, oh, fine. I will compromise with you in honor of keeping our alliance alive. I happen to still have the paralysis potion that we stole from the old necromancer that we killed. Why don't we just do a switcheroo and somehow sneak her out of the castle unharmed? Which I thought was a great plan, and I kind of wish you did that instead. That I was, was super great excited plan. about that. That was a Too wonderful Too bad they didn't plan. see my fingers crossed behind my back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Kabuto's like, I don't care. Let's get paid. He's like, I don't care. I want to live, and I want money. That's Those are my only motivations. <laughs> <laughs> so we spent some time role-playing argument out about how to do this. Well, we... Walking around the keep, yes. We were whispering. Yeah, of course, but you were discussing it while you were looking for Katrina, and it was just hysterical because people would keep coming up and be like, "Are you guys lost? Who are you?" And you guys just deceptioned out of every. I think I, I think yeah. I spun the story that we were uh, we were couriers on an urgent mission to find Katrina. Yeah, you were like, we have a message. And they were like, oh, okay, that seems legit. Which wasn't a lie. We actually did have a And somebody tried to stop us. And I think I said, we're coming back from Enrina. And they, like, noped right out of that. Yes. Nope. (laughs) Nobody wants anything to do with this crazy woman. So you guys were searching and searching. And finally, after walking around, getting a plan that you didn't do. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't do that. (laughs) Like, I love you spent so much time during the session planning this. 
And then it was just like, why did you even plan this great plan? It was so misleading and so beautiful. So you guys came to um, the door where Katrina was and the little helper person, the servant, was like, oh, she's in here. Okay, bye, because I don't want to deal with her. And that's when Big Boy Chungus... We walked in, and uh, she was drunk as a skunk first off. She's like, who are you? Uh, we're like, we uh, have an urgent message for you, and we must speak with you privately immediately. And well, and you and Hunt both tried to intimidate her into listening. It's because she was being And normally I'm great at intimidate, but, and I had a good... We both sucked. I had a good line, I had everything good. And but, then I was trying to cut in to persuade, and that's when somebody got violent. I got violent. My lizard folk was like, I do not care if she lives or dies. I'm going to knock her out. Everyone's been mean to me. I just ran from guards. Everyone's been mean to me in this keep. This lady's being mean and drunk. I'm just going to hit her. I'm just going to hit her. <laughs> and you did. And I did. But it didn't knock her out. It did eventually. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. almost Like Novocaine. <laughs> just give it some time. Yeah, so you just... You know. Yeah, like I rolled a nat one, and I was like, if, if I go through with this nat one... No, that the that one was later. later. Yeah, no, it was not the first hit you made. The first no, the first was hit the was just staff. yeah, it was just it was a hit, but it wasn't like yeah, you hit her with the quarter staff, and then that is when combat started. And for a drunk, I'm not gonna lie, she was rolling consistently 18s for everything. Functioning so. alcoholic. Yes, very much so. <laughs> Alcohol actually gives her power. So yeah, pretty much. So you guys entered combat, and I mean. I abstained. Yeah. I just it sat back. Cause... kind of interesting because Kabuto was the one handling it. and So they were kind of fighting. She threw a glass at Hit Tywin. Me. Yeah. Tywin didn't do anything. But then that's after you entered combat and went through a turn of it and she was screaming for the guards. That's when you did the, the nat one. Yeah, I rolled a nat one and I was like, I know this DM. If I keep that a nat one... We're going to have guards on our butt. We're going to die. So Yeah, because everyone got fate points at the beginning of this session because they did so good first session. And our fate points are kind of our own version of inspiration, basically. Uh, it's a re-roll of anything. Yeah, it's just, it just gives you a re-roll and you get them for a good role play uh, mm -hmm. to encourage more role play for those combat people who only play for combat. Yeah. Uh, which was not us today. Which is not us ever, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, it's like leftover from worse players, I feel like. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, come to think of it, this was our only combat session during yeah. this whole yeah. day of playing. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'll fate point my reroll. And then the reroll of the crit fail was a nat 20, which I did yesterday as well, playing the Sunless Citadel when I fought a dragon. So you clocked her with a warhammer because you specified you changed weapons. Yeah. To yeah. Heavy, heavy medicine. I was like, no more D6s. Time for a D8. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a D10 if you use two hands on the warhammer. Yeah, it's a D. Yeah, it is. But I want to know where this diaper. I was trying to go uh, non -leth <laughs> non-lethal. I want to know where the heck this diaper wearing lizard man is hiding all these weapons. On my back. You did specify that actually. Yeah, I said that earlier. Yeah. So There's like, like a big X on my back with my quarterstaff and my uh, hammer. I gotcha. So you knocked her out, and had it been, I will say this, if it had been one more point, you would have killed her instantly, just because she went so far into the negatives. Because mm. you so. did max damage on a crit. Yeah. 
Nat 20, wasn't it? Yeah, because you had me roll for double damage and one of them was max. Yeah. So <laughs> that was great because that just created more chaos. Tommy's so, character medicined. And used a spell to heal her to keep her from dying because I was still under the impression that, you know, we were going to try and paralyze her and get her out of the castle. So I stabilize her and use some spells. You wasted that spell. Do you want to explain why I wasted that spell, big boy Chungus? <laughs> So, before I get into this next part of the story, I need to clarify that while Hunt and Kami were discussing how we're going to deal with this now unconscious person, I slipped the DM a piece of paper with something that I wanted to do. We didn't see this at all. We were still arguing about something or medicine. And it's not like I did this in a sneaky way. They were just so busy talking, I just gave it to the DM right away, and they didn't notice. Mm -mm, Not a bit. And on this piece of paper, it has written... I will press the digitation on the re- I will cast press digitation on the real poison to look like the paralysis potion and do a switcheroo, which you actually, uh, Karen, had to call me into the other room to specify because you guys were already coming up with oh we need to use a little bit of the bad real poison to make it look like we really did poison her. For yeah, I was saying like pour some out somewhere. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, what wound up happening was like okay, fine, get out of my way, and I take the. Real poison, which now looks like the paralysis poison, shove it down her throat and just make her drink all of it. And these guys just think it's paralysis potion. Um, and so then they're like, okay, when well, I put a little bit in a glass to make it look she really did drink it, I'm like, okay. And I've got the paralysis potion that looks like the real poison. And I put a little, a couple drops in the drink to make it look convincing. So I've casted two presidigitations and I'm just completely fooling everyone at this point. Until she starts foaming at the mouth a little bit. Yeah, let me let me specify too. They were going, you know, trying to devise this plan. Okay, we'll give her the paralysis, but we got to make it look like we use this poison and stuff. And then everyone's like, well, what if you do this? What if you put it here? And it's like, why would we spill it? It was all this chaos. We're trying to cover our tracks. Yeah, and then I totally the first time Big Boy Chungus said he used the poison the. The poison. The that real was just, poison. Yes, the real poison. Cusco's poison. Yeah. <laughs> the poison for Cusco. Cusco's poison. <laughs> so I missed that the first time. And then I was like, wait, you used the poison? Everyone's like, yes, didn't you hear? And I was like... <laughs> yeah, we thought you were being dumb. And these but guys, we were dumb. And we these guys so have no idea. They, they were confused because they're like, yeah, he used the paralysis potion. What's going on? And... <laughs> We all. The, I was other, afraid she'd choke on it. That's what I thought was going to happen. And she didn't start foaming at the mouth frantically at first. She just started doing it a little bit. And you were starting to catch on. She's like, is that supposed to happen with the... Yeah, as soon as the foaming started, I was like, she did. <laughs> she did. And I was, and I let and, you leave because you left. And my cover-up was, is like, I don't know. I didn't make the potion. Let me go talk to the dead necromancer who gave it to us. It's and, true. And you rushed out. You rushed out, though. And then I said, okay, she's had the paralysis potion. We're on the clock. I'm going to go talk to Irene and let her know that the deed is done so we can sneak out of here. And I'm and then, out. Yeah, as soon as you went out the door, I was like, you check her vitals right now. Which <laughs> did, and realized that she... She did. (laughs) She was dying from the poison. But here's the best part, right? Uh, (laughs) So I'm a paladin, but they don't know I'm a paladin because I don't look or act like a paladin. Has never used magic in front of us. Yeah, because Karen has her own set of gods and I'm for a neutral god. So there's all this. I'm being a very, very different paladin. They don't know I have magic at all. Just a reminder. 
I could have straight up cured that woman. I could have cured her in a second. Gosh. But guess there. what? I didn't. So, I was like, I don't care we... enough about this woman's life to actually do it. So who really killed who? You <laughs> both killed this woman, and Carrick has no blame. And nobody knows that I did anything. It's true. <laughs> no, yeah, so... The party is... then splits up at this point. Yes. Which, probably for the best, because I think there would have been more blood on the ground after... Yeah, because our bard is just fuming. Carrick yes. is fuming. I was, l- like, as a player, I was so happy because it was played so well, but my character would have been absolutely ready to murder. Yeah, so I grabbed you by the shoulder and I was like, we're leaving now. Don't think about it. You didn't do anything wrong. We're leaving. And well, Lizard Boy go. drags me out of the castle. Effectively. Yeah, I love how you were like just trying to keep everything calm the yeah. entire time. Yeah, my hand time. was on his shoulder from that room all the way out of the city. <laughs> didn't take my hand off his shoulder. He, even into the forest afterwards, he yeah. just let go of me. Because I was like, as soon as I let go of him, he's going to run to the warlock and kill him. <laughs> so I did not <laughs> let go of him. So, yeah, you didn't save this woman, you just left, and then you split the party and all this greatness. But we did so, successfully get out of the city. Yeah. Lizard boy leading the charge. I should, I should also clarify that before we entered the city the first time, my character is in full disguise mode. Because mm. as a yeah. charlatan, he has an alternative persona that he can change into. So not only... Tell him his name. His, his, real, his persona's name is Grendel Fenster. Evil. <laughs> Obviously evil. And he basically looks like Russell Crowe with a twirly black mustache. It was, Russell Crowe's going to sue us for this one. It was Hugh Jackman, but Karen wouldn't allow that. Because there's only one Hugh Jackman. There's and, only one um, Hugh Jackman. Well, I one... was thinking he'd be more of a Gerard Butler, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but... I was thinking that, too. Yes, like, thank you. Why not some Link Schreiber? It's okay. kind of like Gerard Butler. Gerard <laughs> Butler's overused. What are we I talking like about? What is this podcast about? <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> and with this persona, I don't just look like him. I have actual fake documents on me that prove like I am this person just for added measure. His wallet. Yeah, basically. ID, driver's license, license to carry a, a bladed weapon, whatever. Um, so I'm, I'm still disguised after all of this. And I go back to Irene's room where we met her the first time to tell her, you know, the job's been done. Uh, we'll be taking our reward now and leaving. <laughs> she is like, huh, that's nice, get out. Because you just, what she didn't tell you, she said it, that Katrina was a mistress. But in reality, Katrina was the baroness. She she was married to Theron and everything, yeah. all that good stuff. So you effectively killed the lady of the land without even realizing it or questioning it. I didn't even care. I know. <laughs> and I almost blew it. I, I kind of looked back and I said, I probably shouldn't have done this now. I should have just cut my losses and gone. But I made some remark about, very well, I shall take my leave, but you are a very poor economist. So, she so wait, hold on. Which character called that? And she was definitely going to use us and then like get rid of us? Yeah, yeah, your character said that would happen. And then as soon as uh, you like... As soon as you were like, uh, you're not very good at this, when you told uh, Inrina that, I was like, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's yeah. going to have to roll a new character. He's dead. <laughs> no, He's going to incinerate him. I made notes of everything that was said by Big Boy Chungus to Inrina. It's it's fine. It's fine. This is fine. So she kind of just blew me off. And she said, yeah, you're not worth my time. Get out of my castle. She's yeah. like, if you ever come back here again, I'm going to have you and all your friends just killed for killing them. Yeah, she was like, come back here and all the guards will be after you. Very, very, 
Fair enough. Good day, my lady. And then she went to go get married to the lord or the the baron of the land. We've just completely ruined the political structure of this entire yeah. kingdom. Oh, yeah. Just like we did in your campaign. I know. I have a bad habit of doing that, don't I? Oh, you I know, that. you are absolute dude. You're kind of known for it at this point. The political structure. Oh, You're like an anarchist, but on accident. <laughs> well, I meant that I was being evil. I just was hoping to get more out of it than, a, than away with my skin. But Ooh. I'll take it. Now we're headed to my favorite part, the confrontation oh. in the woods. Oh, no. This, so, this is pretty great. Well, you had to get out of the city first. So the first thing I did, uh, there was one person who stopped me in the keep. And yes. uh, I just told them that I was a, an official leaving a meeting from the du- or the, the Baron and that I was on my way home. And I rolled really high persuasion and he just bought it. He said, okay, yeah. goodbye. I'm going to, I'm going to actually say this before we get to the great part in the woods. Um, I was rolling just all day, like for, see, I noticed, yeah. Yeah. I was rolling to see like, oh, does this person notice anything? Does this per-? literally every guard, every sir. Everybody was rolling below a five today, except Ooh. for Katrina, who was rolling 18s instantly. And I'm like, okay, so you guys just came out of the city of all the dumbest guards ever. They were terrible at their job. And before I left the city, I, I wanted to be safe. And uh, I told them, as soon as I get out of the keep, I want to find a back alleyway so I can switch back into my regular uh, regular persona, uh, Terry or Tywin Duchamp, get back into different clothes so no one recognizes me as I'm leaving the city, which worked fairly yeah. well. No one stopped me until the alarm was raised. Oh my God! Someone killed the Baroness. Close the gates, and I'm like, walk faster, walk faster, walk faster. <laughs> and then you booked an athletics strength check to just haul out of the city. And you just like slipped out of the gate and ran on, and everyone's like, "That's wildly suspicious," but we can't catch up. <laughs> I'm gonna say any campaign has to involve the murder of a high authority figure and the immediate Getting lockdown of free. the immediate lockdown of a city. That is the theme of this group. I just realized it seems that. to be, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes Except sense. one was planned and the other was not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, you run to go meet up with Lizard Boyo and... It was the only Lizard Boyo in the crowd. Yeah, they were all being extremely racist. Just, they're like, hey, maybe it was him because he is Lizard. One one of my my favorite things about my Lizard character is he doesn't always get the racism because he's very literal. So they're like, you're so cold-blooded, you Lizard. And he's like, yes! Yeah, <laughs> accurate. Of I course. Bait myself in the sun. Why, uh, yeah. Why? 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 Are we not? Are you unsure? Yeah. Of course. You spit back, son. Because so, I'll just specify that in like the mainland where like this is all taking place in Ash Hill, you got all the common races, and you know nothing. Oh, okay. It's an elf. It's an orc. Whatever. Anything exotic is looked at kind of. Like, oh, what is that? That's new. Except for in specific fights where the fife that the lizard boy is from, he's very commonplace. So anywhere else, he's going to be looked at a little weird. And just thought I'd add that to flavor the world a little bit and to explain it to the podcast. Continue with the woods and the forest. It was oh, beautiful. God. So there, there would have been a player character death if... We didn't have a neutral in the party. Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but... Oh, yeah. No, I for mean, sure. There there were two things that kept a player death from happening, and we'll get... One was me being neutral, and the other was 
something the warlock had to do in order to keep me from killing him. <laughs> but it was good. Plan. He was smart enough to do it. So let's 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 talk about the woods. Let's you let's have a, how about a Kami start this one. Well, so obviously, um, Carrick, my half elf bard, is absolutely ready to murder because he was not he did not want to murder this woman, but he is happy to murder the warlock now. <laughs> um, so as soon as Big Boy Chungus rejoins the group, fighting the big green lizard man in the crowd. Lizard Man just like grabs a hold of both of us, a, <laughs> like they're my children, in a death grip, and drags us into the woods to get us away from the crowd because he knows words are going to happen. So as soon as we're kind of clear of the crowd, um, Carrot breaks away from this grip, pulls the sword, and is like, "You've got three seconds." I'm like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! No, no, not a good idea. That's not a, that's not a good thing to do. Don't be the good guy. Be the bigger man. I'm gonna stick this in places, and you're not gonna like it." <laughs> Like, just let me explain myself. Just let me explain myself. Um, so, um, didn't you kind of like intervene, honey? Yeah, I grabbed like, I grabbed Kami's sword arm, and I was like, "Where's our cut? <laughs> Where's and, the reward?" Uh, obviously, this woman gypped me. Oh, yeah, me. Yeah, she didn't pay you anything. Um, <laughs> she and, threatened you actually. And I didn't really care much about what he had to think, but I knew you would kill me if you didn't get some kind of compensation. I'm like, no, she did pay me. She did pay me. And I took 20 gold of my own money and I said, here, this is what you earned. 10 gold each. I threw it back in his face because... Which I collected it up one by one because I'm a greedy person. Yeah, if you didn't have loot, I would have fought with him to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) 2v1. Actually, 3v1 because you're... Oh, Doggo, that's yeah. right. Doggo's yeah. here the whole time. <laughs> the dog didn't do anything this time. I knew I was... easy to forget him. Yeah. I knew I was in trouble with my players, but I, I managed to talk and barter my way out of getting abandoned and killed. Yeah, because I had to take you each to the side. I took First, I took the bar to the side, and I was like, you did nothing wrong. You tried to save that woman. You did nothing wrong. It's all on him. You're fine. Which are lying because it's live. on you too. Because it's also on me. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder you. But also, sure. she's just a dirty mammal. So who cares? <laughs> I'm a dirty mammal. <laughs> yeah, but you're my dirty mammal. Oh, no, uh, I care in your weird lizard way. And then I was like, "Go pet your dog. Go pet your dog. <laughs> I will. T- I will handle the warlock." <laughs> and then I walk over to you and I like grab you by the shirt and I'm like, "You piece of crap! If you ever betray us again, I will bite your head off." Like. <laughs> Loud and clear. I was like, we're a pack now. You ever betray this pack again, you're dead. And I was like really surprised. I was like, you consider me part of your pack? And I was like, screw you. And I threw you on the ground. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh. So we, we're getting, we've created some interesting character dynamics for future sessions. I, I'm surprised you guys are still a unit, which I think... You people I are de- still living? I was very much debating if I needed to roll up a new character, because I don't think... It's kind of pushing it if Carrick would have stuck with these guys. I can't believe the cold-blooded lizard's the voice of reason. <laughs> I know, I love it. Objectivity. Yeah. True, neutral, cold-blooded objectivity. He's just like, mammals, am I right? Right. <laughs> oh, man. So. Yeah, I, I will say, after all of this craziness happened, I thought, I'm like, I'm just going to ask the players, where do they want to take this? Like... Where, where do you want to go next? The world is your oyster. Yeah, I told them all. I was actually like, sorry to no, interrupt. I just want to get this in there. Uh, I was like, I have another lead. We got something else we can do. Let's just leave this woman behind and forget all about her. 
So Grumpy Carrick is like, fine, I just want out of this fight. And I just walk off blindly in the direction. And I believe Hunt's, uh, Hunt Kabuto, sorry, follows me. And then the Warlock trails along. Yeah. Probably a little behind. Li- I'm probably walking about 10 feet behind you guys. Safe Keep, distance. Yeah, because I don't want to catch the bad end of a war maul or a javelin or something. Or a dissonant whispers. My, yeah, my character has like a personal quest that he's working on, but he'd rather do it with allies and help. So he realizes that he has to make some amends with whatever quest they're doing next. So probably no more switcheroos with poison. <laughs> At least not the next quest, but the one after that would be fine. Yeah, if you yeah. ever do anything like that again, we're going to kill you. Speaking, Straight up here, <laughs> Speaking as a player, you probably will not see my character holding a glass vial of anything in the near future. <laughs> At least until he earns your trust a little bit more. Because even though he hasn't like denied you any compensation, he has bamboozled you profusely. Yeah. I'm surprised you never pulled a, like, I did this for you because I wanted to save us all. He kind of did. He uh, was like, he was like, I was trying to get us an ally for the future, and then you were like, did you? And he went, no, no. she betrayed me. <laughs> like I told you. <laughs> yeah, no, she was like, I mean, I could kill you, but that's also effort, and I have a lot going on. I was on. making some good persuasion and deception rolls, and honestly, yeah. the fact that she was going to let me go away with my life, I was not going to push that. I'm too low a level to try and make any more, take any more Very risks. smart choice. Very smart choice. I'll give you that one. Yeah, my character's like a high level not lady. stupid. Yeah, she's, she's a something level, I won't say. <laughs> I got some serious vampire vibes from her. Yeah, I love how you guys were like, vampires It was the here. long black hair on the dude. And you described him as very pale. I didn't. The place was cold. No, she didn't say he was pale. She said, uh... Was, oh, hey, wait, you're right, sorry. Tan. He was very yeah. tan. You're right, sorry. But she is very pale. Right, she called him Mediterranean Fabio, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Our generation still remembers who Fabio was. That's so nice. Oh. <laughs> Good for us. Yeah. We got the memory. We're now. the last generation. <laughs> 9 11 and Fabio. What are the last people? That's all we have left. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like an old god who's losing all of his followers. Once we die, he ceases to exist. Yeah. Exactly. No, Fabio's going to be in the D&D now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the real Fabio. Uh, but future objectives, what are they? Cause yeah, I really well, do want to know. The quest I have is about a mage who has a big lizard. And I'm when did this become a quest? I don't remember ever picking this up. Because you weren't with me. I was at the slaughterhouse. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I was getting the piggly. I was eating piggly raw in the street. Just a live pig ripping its throat out with my thieves. Oh my there, gosh. There's one thing I want to talk about that happened during this session. So, Carrick has this Louisiana accent. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And Big Boy Chungus just started copying it out of nowhere for his character. It was unintentional. Sympathetic accent. It's okay. And at one point, you leaned over and you were like, he stole my accent. And I was like, yeah, he didn't. He kept doing it. And eventually I was just like, why did you take his accent? And I caught myself. I stopped doing it. I just started talking normally. Or at least as normal as I could for my character. But I did catch myself a few times mimicking it again. I'm like, dang it, I need to stop that. It's, it's a psychological kind of thing where people will try and imitate the accents of people around them to blend in. Yeah. yeah. 
But so I, I had no problem with it. I thought it was funny. Like I'm just I did like, too. I thought it was so funny. You gave me a really nice backhanded compliment that you were trying to be suave and smooth, and I was like, oh, he's using my accent to be suave and smooth. That makes me happy. <laughs> I don't think that was really backhanded. <laughs> no, I didn't think so either. Maybe it wasn't really backhanded. You're right. I liked it. Anyways. So, um, yeah. Future goals. Carrick just wanted to adventure and see the world and have some fun stories to tell. And that is not what he got out of this situation. Yeah. You got nightmares and strife. My and guy just wants to survive, and he's surviving, so. That's yeah. what he do. You made more money because of our presence. Because you were going to get paid the least out of the original quest line. I would have got Piggly, though. You did get yeah. Piggly, but you got the least money out of that. Piggly. Piggly. <laughs> I thought that was a good reward for his, his lizard folk. Mm -hmm. He liked the piglet. I think it's better than the money sometimes. Yeah, but in all seriousness, we are sorry we ruined your campaign. No, it's, it's, it is what it is. I just wasn't expecting all of the twisties and turns. So Like there was one point where you were so upset you had to go sit outside for a sec to just be like, what am I going to do? They killed off a major NPC. Well, see, the first session was very planned, very like, okay, I've got all the steps that I kind of want them to walk through. Yeah, it was this so one, basic. Yeah, that was a good thing because yeah. we're level one. Yeah. you got to play basic. There was a tutorial one. to learn our characters too and make a dynamic. Yeah, I wanted you guys not to be we like... ruined that dynamic. Yeah. I well, ruined that dynamic. Oh, my God. <laughs> But like you know, I wanted you to learn. Also, everyone's playing different classes than they're used to, except for uh, Kami's playing a bard, and he loves bards. But My favorite. You know, I wanted everyone to learn that, and then I'm like, okay, we're gonna go crazy with the second session. And by crazy, I mean I'm gonna improv everything. But I, you know, I had some like points written down, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then it was like, guys, we should go report this person to the authorities without questioning anything we're just gonna go up straight to the lord and be like you got some necromancers in here Which by the way be good well to be fair like farm boy character that i'm playing that's exactly what he would do i agreed with that because i thought it might lead to more questing like they send us out as exterminators or something yeah. and that's more job potential for my dude which is what he's looking for he's always looking for the next job that's true but you guys had such a habit of like i'm gonna investigate this before i let me check this. Let me do this insight. You know, I thought you guys would be a little more cautious and gather information before just running well, towards. Thanks to another campaign, Big Boy Chungus and I are sick of checks. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Well, I don't. My thinking was is that okay? This is a level two part of the campaign that we're doing. There's no way that there could be a major conspiracy going on in the first fiefdom that we happen to want to report crimes to. Do to be fair, know? that first fiefdom did have like a necromancer in the woods. So. Do you know who? But who would have connected that to the hierarchy? Not me, clearly. Oh, <laughs> we we do have Karen, the manager slayer, and also the NPC slayer yeah, as our did. GM. She didn't get slayer in her name for like no reason. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I this is how I do D and I do it crazy. It's just how it is. And then the other thing that I was not expecting was you guys had made the plan to paralyze her, sneak her out. So I was preparing for that. And then suddenly I get this letter and suddenly she's dead. And I'm like, oh, no, they just killed a very important character to the campaign. And I was like, well, I guess I'll have to roll with it. And that's kind of what we did. Well, they did. Oh, I was Lord. just like losing it, trying to keep everything together because I don't like to slow D&D &D down. But then when they throw everything into whack, I'm like, well, let me think for a second. Okay, we'll do this instead. I think this session has turned 
Kabuto Dian into de facto leader at the moment. Since really? He, he, oh, yeah. He's like controlling the two of them. I'd say oh, peacekeeper. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean... The uh, glue. Uh, at the yeah. very least, the glue. Yeah, I don't know about that. leader. But well, you also were the one who said, "I've got a quest. I got a. I got a job that we can do. Let's go." So at the moment, I feel like you're kind of leading the charge. Maybe not group leader, but certainly leading the charge at the moment. Yeah. Okay, because you were definitely leading last time. True. But, yeah, but if yeah. you want to give me that role, I'll take it. I, I think it's a flexible role, you know. Whoever's I'm just whoever's good got at a plans. motivation. I'm just good at plans, is all it is. Clearly not, since you didn't do the one you said you were going to do. Nah, well, my plan. I wanted to poison the evil one. <laughs> That's I, true. I thought that would be interesting. I honestly didn't think about that because I'm like, okay, there's something weird with this one. Would the poison even affect her? I mean, because can. Does poison even affect vampires if she happened to be one? I don't think you she's don't a vampire. She but that's the thing. Could have been. I didn't think yeah, she yeah, would yeah, let yeah. us anywhere near her knowing we had poison. We weren't necessarily loyal to her. I was like, there's no way. That's a good way to end up dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you guys wanted to do that, you could have tried doing that. I get the feeling she could have wrecked our party by herself. And that's before the guards showed up to support her and skewer us. Plus, my character was trying to be greedy and sneaky. You know, I was like, oh, if I can get in good with this lord lady... Or this mistress or whoever she is, you know, maybe I can get some kind of boom. And I was not in the fa- in favor of murdering anybody necessarily. I mean, yeah. at least not in a place where I knew I'd get murdered right back. Yeah. But I mean, she- honestly, dead mammals don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. I've killed a lot of mammals in my time. <laughs> Let's be real, you've killed for less. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, because yeah. you guys, there was actually one point where they were like, I'll hire you to take my side. No, I'll hire you to take my side. Oh, that was we were beautiful. bidding more to try and get the lizard boy on our let's side. Put it, let's put it to a vote. You, It's like, all in favor of killing her versus all in favor of not killing her. He's just like, pay me. <laughs> you can't yeah. afford me. I was like, one, you can't afford me. Two, how much? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I am a professional. So. Consummate professional. So, future plans, though, do we have a direction that we're aiming for, or... We can, we can decide that later, too. As far I, as as far as I think we know, we're just going to follow Kabuto on his lead with this mage in a circus or whatever. God, I hope it's a dinosaur. <laughs> They're going to necromancer up some dinosaurs? I want it to be a dinosaur so that I can shout, The Ancestors! <laughs> <laughs> the Great Ones have returned. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So, uh... That's kind of where we're at. Is that it? Yeah, that's yeah, it, right? Yeah, you guys are in the woods, trying was... not to fight. You always end in the woods, I just realized. It's a safe place. <laughs> I always finish in the same place. This session didn't take up a huge span of time. Like, just... last one lasted more than 24 hours. This one was, like, over the course of an entire afternoon. But there was just so much that happened in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Even the session was just, it was just so jam-packed with you guys were like, okay, we're doing this. And I'm like, whoa, okay, we're going to do this now, I guess. There was very little hesitation. There was a lot of like, all right, we do the thing. We're going to go find the lady. Okay, we found the lady. All right, we're going to leave the castle. That was good, because the last game I played was almost all hesitation. (laughs) No, no hesitation. Uh, We know what we want, and we're going to get it. Oh, gosh. So uh, I guess that's it, everyone. Thank you all very much for tuning in. If you want to check out our social media and get some merch on eBay and etc., all those links 
are in the description below. If you want to send us some fun tabletop gaming stories you have, send them to b3podcasts at gmail.com. That's B, the letter 3, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at gmail.com or at B3Productions on Twitter. And uh, I guess we will see you all next time when fate knocks at your door.